Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Craze Cast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings it close to the action. My name is Roxy, and today I'm joined by Jay. Hello, hi everyone. To keep up with all of our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Craze Magazine, and YouTube, The Craze. So we're here. We return live from KPSN uh, Podcast Fest 2021. This is for kpop social nights uh event we are glad to be returning this year and so you know just catching up with you guys you know and also catching up with roxy because you know we haven't recorded in two weeks (laughs) it is what it is um but yeah how are you doing today roxy i'm good uh i probably should have woken up earlier because i'm like in my late 20s and I still like struggle to get to stuff on time so that's fun (laughs) so we just got off our uh, meet the host session and I was up at 4 30 a.m to get ready and Roxy had a little not as late of a start but she definitely was up early too so it, it is a difference for the both of us but um today for KPSN um podcast fest 2021 we are partnering with nami and kpsn as well as because july is national minority mental awareness gosh i hope i get this right oh my god i'm sorry there will be a, a bigger rundown for it and um we are supporting this organization because mental health is something that is important to both me and roxy and as well as the crazy magazine so we wanted to just bring that up we are able to be part of this. We're thankful to be here. If you have the means and um, if you are able to, please donate to the organization. It goes to a really great cause. And yeah, that's what I wanted to say. So today's episode, what are we doing today, Roxy? Today, we took submissions both from uh, team members on the craze, but also um, we put it out on social media for some K-pop horror stories. Basically what constitutes a horror story is anything embarrassing or just like awful that's happened i'm sure that we all have you know our moments of things (laughs) that have happened since we've gotten into k-pop so uh we have anonymous submissions here um and we don't know who said this so it's like there's no no pretense at all it's completely like completely anonymous and we just like to add, like, some of the stories, some of these might be funny, but some of these are also on the serious side. And we just want to preface, like, these are real stories. And we're not going to invalidate anybody who has submitted anything. There are topics that we are going to, we only just saw these submissions literally right before. And so as we screen for them, these are stories that, you know, are things that we have to talk about as a fandom and as, you know, K-pop fans. So please, like, again, remember, these are completely anonymous, my goodness. And, um, you know, these stories deserve to be heard as well. And for those who are in chat and watching this live, because we are live, if you have a story that you'd like to share, you can always put it in chat, or you can DM us, you know, directly on, if you're on the Zoom call, DM directly, we can read out your story. But will keep your name anonymous. Or I mean, if you feel like sharing your name, you know, that's fine too. But obviously, again, we just want to have everybody here participate as well and just enjoy or just listen to some of these stories. All right. Should we just uh, go ahead and kick off with the first one? Mm -hmm. I'll start this one. 
Uh, earlier this year, I spent $70 on a Choice Sand 2021 Seasons Greeting photo card. I'd luckily been able to pull my second favorite member, Wu Young, but I couldn't stop myself from dropping the money on Sans photo card too for the collection. Uh, it was shipped quickly, and a few days later, I got the notification that it had been delivered, only for my roommate to grab the package before I could get to it. Uh, as I was putting on my shoes to head down to the package hub, I get a text message from her stating that she grabbed my package since she'd also received a notification and that she'd bring it back when she came home from her parents' uh, house later that day. Uh, I spent the entire day worrying over my $70 sand card, worried that she'd lose it or something would happen to it. When she brought it home, she left it on my desk instead of bringing it to me. So I worried at first that I, she'd forgotten it or I lost it uh, until I looked around our apartment for it. Thankfully, Sand made it home safely, but this experience did lead to a disagreement where I asked her to let me know next time she grabbed a package for me, and she didn't understand why it was such a big deal. To this day, she doesn't know it was a $70 photo card, but she at least doesn't grab my packages anymore. Well, I mean, like, I would be worried, too, if I spent a lot of money on something and you're like, you're like, somebody puts it somewhere and you're like, where did it go? <laughs> Like, where did it go? So I kind of understand where they're coming from because it's just like, I spent a lot of money. I need to know where it is. I know that people sell photo cards like for a lot of money, but $70 seems kind of steep to me. It, it does, but you know what? Like, I've seen worse. I've really? definitely seen worse that are going on eBay, um, people selling merch. Like, to me, I feel like that, it, I mean, obviously $70 is a lot of money. But I mean, if you're looking for that card, fans will spend the money. But sometimes it's just like, I don't know if I would spend exactly like $100 or so on a uh, photo card. Somebody in chat said, especially if it's a signed uh, photo card, it's valuable. See, like that, like, I mean, I understand a little bit of a higher price point, but like, yeah. But I, I'm not one to talk because I have spent a lot of money on things too so i saw someone in chat said like 300 or more for a photo card jesus why are people ripping off other people's where 300 dollars? where i wonder who's the group i right I, it's just like i mean you have to that's some dedication but at the same time it's like 300 dollars. okay like at this point you might be ripping somebody off at that point yeah, definitely. Uh, I remember back in the day when I would just spend $20 on like a BTS photo card <laughs> that I was missing. Right. And I feel like general consensus is that like it is fairly like reasonable. And you know what? $70 to me doesn't really like I per personally I wouldn't buy unless I knew it was like, oh, this is a valuable limited edition. You can't get this in any other version. Yes. You know, like, I'd understand that, but I mean, it could be worse, <laughs> to be honest. I think my fear there would be my roommate judging me for what the package was selling. Right? Like, like you don't so need I to understand. know what this is. Yeah, I, like, I understand from this point of view, it's like, uh, you don't need to know that I spent $70 on, you know, a small little tiny card. But yeah, like, you know what? I kind of have to agree, like, you know, I, like, in terms of getting upset about like where are my stuff like just let me know hey I got my pack I got your package I'm gonna leave it here don't touch it don't put it anywhere else don't you look know? at it <laughs> yeah, like, just, okay thanks because that's my stuff like I don't go through your mail so don't go through mine just say like hey I picked it up it's right here other than that leave it alone 
All right. Our next story is I ran into BAP's Jungup during 2019, KCON 2019, and I was standing a few feet away from him. I was hoping to get a photo with him and I'm, I'm embarrassed at myself for following him. Still kept a distance though, to where he disappeared and then appeared on the KCON stage in the convention. I was so close yet so far as he was previously taking pictures, but why? Why did I do that? Why did I have to follow him? I cringe at myself for doing it. Sometimes I feel like people get into like a really weird headspace when they see an idol. I know because like I, I interacted with Chong up at KCON and it's it's weird. Um, especially if you've never like been around an idol in that sort of scenario. Like I I, I don't right. know. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's difficult. Um, what's this called? Uh I mean, I think it's like once you see, like it doesn't matter who the idol is once you see an idol it's just like oh my god they're right there they're right there and so I think like I get that sense of just like something just switches but I think at least for this person who submitted they kept their distance they weren't just like oh my god (laughs) like take a picture with me I don't don't know how people do that because I just start like I freeze yeah Um, I feel like I do the same thing where I just like oh hello you're right I I have a I have a related story to that. Um, I think I've told it on the podcast. It's not my story, but it's someone I know. Um, Bobby from Icon, his family actually lives sort of near where where I live. They're in um, they're in the DC area, basically. And uh, one day, I got a text message that was like, "I think Bobby just came into my coffee shop." Um, and everybody was like, "You said what? <laughs> what do you mean Bobby's here?" And she was like, I can't do this. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go in the back room. I'm not even going to like, somebody else is going to handle his order. I'm not even going to like, let him know that I know who he is basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so another person went to confirm it. So we had like two people that were like, yeah, it's definitely Bobby. Uh, Bobby's here on a break to visit his parents basically. But um, I think that she was an example of like freeze <laughs> because she was like, mm not going to do it. I'm just going to go in the back and wait for him to leave. So <laughs> like, she was like, she didn't want to embarrass him. You know, she didn't want to be like, oh, by the way, I know who you are, uh, especially because he was on break. Basically, mm-hmm. you know, he's not, he's not in idle mode. He's on vacation. So uh, that was a very surreal, surreal thing to like experience. I was like, okay. Um, he's like the only idol that is even near this, this area. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. But like, what are the chances he was going to walk into the coffee shop that this person worked at of all of them that are around, so. Or just imagine like across the street, you're just like, who? Wait, I know this person. But um, (laughs) I I, I wanted to bring up the question of, you know, as we're older fans, you know, we're not new to the K-pop game now. Obviously we've been in. So it's just like, for those who are younger or getting into K-pop, like, you know, I feel like it's going to happen. And so it's just like, you know, what are some things that you'd probably tell newer fans as like they're listening to this? Like, hey, if you see an idol. I don't know, because I didn't even like know how to prepare myself when I spoke to Jonga. The first thing I did was freeze. Like I saw him mm-hmm. walking. I was like, because uh, he's my BAP bias. I was like, I, can I emotionally handle this? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I just like put up a face and dealt with it. But afterwards, I like other right. people in the craze make fun of me because I just like fell flat onto the table in the press room afterwards. Hey, it's okay. Um, it's better than ignoring all of GOT7 ex- except for your bias. Yes. Jay's told that story before. 
<laughs> I regret yeah. it till this day. Um, but I think uh, the, trying not to follow um, yeah. is a good rule because that's pretty creepy. <laughs> or I mean, okay, like at this point, like you're gonna like these idols are gonna draw big, big crowds and people are gonna follow. But I think just be mindful of the space that you're in and the space that they're in. They are just as human as we are. So I think it's just like, keep a distance still. And I think that's what I appreciate the most about this. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with following, but keep your distance, be safe, you know, all of that. Be respectful to them as well as human beings. Yeah, I mean, like I would try to like read their energy. Like if it seems like they're overwhelmed, I would probably be backing off. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's, it's a thing. I don't know if it happens as much now because we were doing these things years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, there's still going to be people that do it. So it's just like, just be mindful and, you know, don't push and shove either. Don't do that. We, we, we don't condone violence here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Should we move on to the next one? This is a pretty spicy one. Okay. I would say. Yeah. Um, so the next submission dates back to about 2015, um, and has to do with the BTS dope era. Uh, if anybody remembers that, uh, Jungkook was underage at that time. Um, and they put him in the cop outfit and like a lot of people had a problem with that. Uh, whether it be like they're making him look too old or, you know, that kind of thing. So this story is about that dope era and how somebody made a comment on Twitter about his cop outfit. Um, And as a result, uh, some people in the ARMY fandom decided to dox them. So they were policed to the point for commenting on this cop outfit where uh, the Twitter account was suspended, put on blast, And it got to the point where they were going to other social media platforms to harass this person and dox them to the point that they tried to find their spouse um, on social media, like find where this person worked, um, who they were married to, and like just completely went insane and tried to ruin this person's life. I, uh, (laughs) I don't even know how to begin with that one. Um, I think it's just in general I feel like even because we're still going through Coldemort right you know the Ponderosa is a thing still I feel like because we were stuck at home you know I even this was back then it still transcends to now um, where people have time right a lot of people have time now and I think you know they're gonna find and latch into anything that is you know, they see one little minor thing and they're like, this is wrong. This isn't okay. But what's really wrong is that, you know, you are outing these people, you're going into their personal lives and doxing is not okay. Like, especially now in spaces now, I feel like at least for the majority that I see, a lot of people of color are getting doxed. And it's just like, they're just like, you know, you're, you can have an opinion. You cannot like, your favorite can release a certain song and you can be like, I don't like this song, but that doesn't change the fact that I'm a fan kind of situation, but people will take that and rip you to shreds. And I'm so sorry that to the person who submitted this, that you had to go through that. That is not okay whatsoever. Please don't do this. Like 
you're messing with people's lives and you make the experience so nasty that, you know, no one wants to be a part of that. Nobody wants to be associated with that fandom. Like (laughs) it really sucks. And I feel like it's something that, you know, needs to be talked about and it needs to be brought in a situation where, you know, like, Hey, this is happening. This isn't okay. You know, Obviously, if you're doing something super, super inappropriate, that's not okay. Don't, don't do that, you know, but if it's just like something even as simple as like, oh, I don't like this, you know, you don't need like that. That's that person's opinion. Obviously, it depends on the uh, context of whatever they're putting out there. But if it's, not hurting anybody or you know if it's something along the lines where it's not harmful leave it alone that's their thing right I think the the one thing I can't get over about the doxing is that like it's never it's like one thing it's one comment it's not somebody like constantly harassing another person it has to do with like a difference in opinion or like just a stray comment what even is that about like right you're like, not you're not justice you're not bringing justice to anyone you're just being an asshole right and then it's kind of like also one of these things that I always think about is like before you send you know you hit that tweet button or you press that send button right imagine if your favorite artist saw you doing this would you want your favorite artist to know that you do these things like you know, at this point, whether you're a content creator or an artist, or if you even just put yourself out there, right? You're going to receive criticism. It's going to happen no matter what. But you don't have to end these people's lives just because they criticize. Now, if obviously it's very disrespectful, like racist or, you know, inappropriate, like, yeah, you deserve some, you know, like maybe it's like, you could go to jail for like saying stuff like that. Certain things, you know, you know, that border that I'm trying to say, right, Roxy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like still not doxing though. Doxing is a very, very bad you thing. You know, obviously <laughs> like there, the report button's there. Just do it quietly. You know, you like, and obviously you can tell other people like, Hey, this person is doing something, but don't dox them. Don't like it. No. This is why like people have an issue with armies in general, especially on, on Twitter, <laughs> but it's stories just like this. Them. No, it's not only them. It's a lot of fandoms. And it's just never okay. And it's like, come on, obviously, if it's, like I said, super disrespectful, if it's something like really harmful, be like, don't dox them, but definitely like, hey, red flags, you know, this person needs to be reported that way. But again, if it's um, somebody, Megan in chat was like saying, I don't, why would you ruin somebody's life for something trivial? You know? And so it's just like, hey, if you're out there, don't dox people. If you're listening to this, don't do it. And also like, what is there for you to gain out of doxing this person? You technically put all of this information out there for the public. And, you know, I feel like it spirals into something where, you know, it makes up rumors about these people, you know, and it, you can ruin their careers this way or just ruin you know, them ever being on the platform ever again. And, you know, in turn, it'll just not make them like the group as much. So, you know, I'm so sorry to this person that you had to go through this. That was terrible, you know, and I hope this whole situation with doxing that, you know, we bring an end to it because it's enough. It's enough. 
yeah, people are still going to do it, but right, <laughs> it's the but, worst. But, you know, at least we can minimize it by having a discussion about it. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's part of the reason I don't really like being on Twitter as much anymore. It just seems to be happening all the time. And that's fair. Like, you know, some people, it's just like, I don't need this energy, you know. But also, if you, you know, if you know people who are this, like, you have to also be like, hey, this is fucked up. Don't, sorry, excuse my language. Like, this <laughs> fucked up. Like, don't like this person is not that what you're making them out to be and be like no that is far from the truth so i mean just like hey doxing listeners out there don't do it please god we have a uh someone in chat has uh, a story um so when i saw monster x in houston in 2019 i swear on my life that young one was staring me down from the stage he was staring daggers at me. He looked so disappointed in me. I have no idea what I did. I was just vibing. Uh, he came back to my section of the stage a few times to just glare at me. <laughs> I wonder, I feel like uh, Hyungwon has a face like that where he just like, it's like an RBF. <laughs> right, but, uh, I, I don't think he meant it. I would hope he didn't mean it. <laughs> I was like, um, or you know what? It's just like, you know, it could be the people behind you. You never know. <laughs> but I'm just like, I kind of understand of feeling intimidated by- It's very intimidating. When, like, Cause like Juhan, he didn't like glare at me, but he like looked right at me when he was performing. And I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, you see me. Yeah, please don't perceive me. I'm not here to be perceived. That's not <laughs> why I'm here. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, cause they like, People don't realize they see things. Yeah, the bright lights are there, but they see things. So it's just like, oh, you actually see me. I remember last year, like one of my last concerts was Eric Nam. And I did, uh, it was around Valentine's Day when I went. So I made a sign, you know, but I was very respectful of the people who were around me. I, I didn't want to like, you know, block any view, but like even just that moment of getting to have my sign notice because I asked him like Eric will you be my valentine you know fun cute harmless thing but like he's like yes I'll be your valentine I'm like oh you saw me you weren't supposed to see that <laughs> like I didn't think you'd actually see me like oh this is this is terrifying so it's just like you know I understand the feeling all too well because it's just like once once they catch you they're like they're gonna look at you and it's like I'm just not it's not a screen anymore Juhan on the other hand uh, we had a very cute interaction. That's great. I do. I think Juhan is like really good at doing that. I feel like when you get those moments of like, also like that cute interaction, I'm just like, yes. I like, honestly, I hope everyone has that moment to be honest. I know. <laughs> it's so really cute. nice. It's I, so I don't know why young one was angry. Like I just like, maybe he was having a bad day. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe something He's happened. Intimidating, the, though. Yeah. It's maybe something um, happened in the, you know, in the back in the green room and just like, it's today like I ha like I'm just not in a good mood but you know what they're also going to put on their professionalism and you know put a good show but in, in that moment there he's probably like I'm tired <laughs> maybe he's just really bad at hiding like when he's annoyed or upset maybe I all whenever I just I always picture that meme the famous meme of him yeah, yeah, his uh, the the one when he's holding the star. That's my favorite <laughs> yeah. thing. That was I was just like I think of that, and I'm like, you know, it's okay. You know, at least you still have fun, right? You know, you still had fun, but to this day, I think we'll never know exactly <laughs> what what you'll all be thinking. 
<laughs> okay, the next story is I went to my very first EXO concert in Los Angeles. Oh gosh, I think this one is a little bit more serious of a thing. And I witnessed several people passing out in line and never have experienced seeing this before. It was definitely a day where if you were there, just seeing the lines of ambulances racing down the street and into the venue. I was so shocked, but thankfully my instincts kicked in to grab security or staff when there was a person right in front of me who passed out. They were taken care of and I believe they are okay, but it's still scary. Oh gosh, please, especially going to summer concerts and you're waiting outside in the heat please bring something to eat and please stay hydrated that is terrifying yeah i I assume in uh i'm trying to think because i've been to la i went to kcon there one year Mm -hmm. and i remember when uh the the venue where they had everything i don't know if that's what they do like most of the concerts at but there was like no shade anywhere Mm -hmm. there and um obviously the things like when you're waiting out for a concert outside, they're not going to provide you with anything. So bring water, uh, bring an umbrella. That's how you make your own shade. Uh, we have learned that over many years of sunburns and fatigue, um, stuff like that. Wa- I mean, water is so important. Like you, you should bring your own and you will probably get through it before like you have to go in. I just feel like these people just weren't prepared, I guess. They were and I also like, I also think it's like when you're very excited, you tend oh. to ignore because all the adrenaline is coming into you and you're like, oh my God, I get to see them. If you're on the adrenaline, you're going to ignore what your body is telling you, but you have to just keep yourself energized and just like drink water, bring food. I've had the unfortunate experience of witnessing somebody um, at also the Eric Nam uh, concert. I'm not going to like disclose what, you know, I don't even know their name, but I, I like they were okay at the end, but unfortunately, you know, I think what happened was, you know, barely ate, barely drank, get inside the concert venue, ended up throwing up on the floor because, yeah. you know, the shock of it all is just like, I'm here. And then also once you're in a closer space, there's all this heat coming in, you get claustrophobic, your body goes into the shock. And so I mean, I think the important thing is just to really take care of yourself and, you know, really watch how you are. And, you know, if there are, or if there are venues where as soon as you get inside to the venue, grab something to eat right away. Because, you know, the the show doesn't start for another hour once you get in. Eat, you know, or it may take a long time for you to get, you, you know, the food, but eat, drink. That's really important please take care of yourself when you're going to these concerts I do wonder someone in chat asked if it was like the first time to a concert I mean there are a lot of people I think that like who are new to the experience don't really kind of underestimate it so mm-hmm. that could have been true uh also bring your own water in LA because the water prices are crazy that true true <laughs> it's like an eight dollar for a small water bottle somebody also said don't lock your knees. Make sure to shift from foot to foot often. Those white boats are not fun. Yeah. Also, hey, I get it. Understanding this, you're excited. Don't ambush or run. You know, really try to be safe about it. And also don't push. Don't do that either. That, that's not safe. I, I wonder, I wonder how long ago this was. Uh XO in LA. Oh gosh. And it was on a, on a Valentine's Day. I don't know. I'll read the next one while you're looking up on that one. Um, it's there was a submission. Have you ever had the experience of meeting an idol or idols? 
and afterwards once you leave your knees give out and you fall uh, to the ground but the group was still within view of said idols yeah that happened to me uh, uh, i would die i would i would rather i would rather pass away i don't <laughs> listen you know what sometimes when you meet them after meeting them it just happens just please like you know obviously don't fall smack to the <laughs> phone but i mean hey it happens it happens okay. i like i i try to put like all of those emotions on pause while it's happening so like i mean i i explained what i you know met jong up it was like as soon as i was out of view i collapsed so like i get that it happens oh god i just can't imagine <laughs> it happening in front of them like i be was horrified like, i'm honestly be i'm so <laughs> horrified for you like you know and the fact that they saw it too it's just like Oops. Oh God, I can only, I can feel the embarrassment for you and just the mortification of like, I fell in, you know, I fell in front of my favorite idol and they saw it, you know, no big deal. I do think that the collapsing part is pretty normal. Uh, I see, I see people in chat explaining their own experiences. I don't know what it is about it because like I can remain perfectly cool and then suddenly I'm not like, it just like hits. So I mean, um, it's another a, yeah. story in here is I had an experience when meeting Astro, you know, the meet and greet. Yes, I remember. I, I went to the Astro show for that one too. I nearly choked and couldn't say hello back to Jinjin. Jin. He just smiled and smirked at me. Of course he did. Of course he you did. Know what? <laughs> that too. You know what? If you're meeting them, especially like, I can't even imagine what the, you know, the fan interactions right now are the calls, right? How do you, like, you're, you're just like this, right? for a whole minute and I'm like, <laughs> how do you talk how do you like compose yourself to be like oh I have like I want to talk to you but like the first 30 seconds mute <laughs> how do you have like how do you handle that how do you save for that I know whenever I would do like the meet and greet lines I was like I'm I'm gonna say something this time and then when you get up there I, I just like no I, I just, just do like, the like and then keep going <laughs> just like okay and then you you walk out and I'm just like it happened <laughs> it's just like it happened <laughs> by the way thank you for chat for participating we enjoy all of these stories and you relating to a lot of these and you know if you if you I have oh, okay there is a story that just came in we'll get to it but um you know the chat is still open afterwards we will stop the recording but you know if you want to talk about it more we're always open to talking about it more <laughs> There's a story said, if a high touch happened right after, I'd be in such shock that I'd stare at the hand that made, that made contact with theirs and partially lose my spatial awareness of where I'm going. Hey, at least you, please just also don't walk when you're going to do that. <laughs> don't walk. Kind just of. Stand I mean, there like, like, you know, give yourself a minute. And then we're like, okay. <laughs> it's, I, I, you know, I get it. I get it. Uh, here's another one. Uh -huh. I can share my story, my first high touch experience. Uh, it was Teen Top at KCON 2013. When it was my turn, I was shuffling my feet to slow down my moments with them. And I was loudly saying, hi, hi, Neil, and proceeded to shrill at every other member down the line. <laughs> Teen Top wasn't even my bias group, but I cried so hard afterwards. Yes, that is so relatable because, you know, when is the chance that you're ever going to be like, I'm in front of an idol group? You know, it's very rare that, you know, that happens, especially at like, events like KCON, I totally probably would have been like, oh my god, <laughs> too, I probably would have done the same thing. I totally get you, you know, that's okay, it happens. You know, some, you know, you get emotional, 
you really do get emotional and you're like I don't think that's like the most embarrassing that thing you could do either the most embarrassing thing is probably same saying something not not cool (laughs) right right or just like saying something really like why did I say that like you know saying like oh I like this and then it's this something really off topic really random and you're like that makes no sense. How does this relate? Like that I get, but there is another story says I was in a wheelchair and my co-host accidentally pushed, pushed, I think pushed them into the table. Everglow was doing with their high touch. Some management management backed up the table. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. You know what? Like spatial awareness again, just watch out. Like, you know, you're in the moment, enjoy your moment, but also be careful. Careful and realize that are a lot people, a lot more people are watching than you think. That's the worst part. I hate getting in the line and seeing everybody like in the back. I'm like, please don't look at me while I'm being embarrassing. <laughs> right? Or you look at for the videos and I'm like, oh, I did that. Oh, I actually have another story related to that. So you know, at KCon they would do like the high touch and then the audience part. Mm-hmm. Um, for BTS, I was in the audience and I had friends that were in the high touch line. Um, so there was, I have video of them going through Jay's making a face. Sorry. I saw another comment that came in. Sorry. Um, yeah. go ahead. Keep um, going. So I have a video of that and I feel so sorry for this person, but there's a video I caught Jin. Um, when he high fives someone, he made a face. He was like, Ugh, and like, and like wiped his hand on his pants. <laughs> sorry. Oh no. Oh no. Imagine like sweaty palms hey you're nervous I get it but oh no that was my biggest fear like whenever I did high touch I would be like right before I got there I was like I better be I'm not gonna be this person oh no I think at least they didn't know it happened which is good because I would be mortified I would be too oh my god like hey nervousness happens again like I said it happens but wow like maybe for those listening and new new um you know fans go like this on your clothes <laughs> like on your leg or something before you're gonna, you're gonna get up there because man sweaty palms don't want to be remembered for that no thank you there's a, a comment that came in here that says i almost face planted in front of my bias amber i tripped over my over my feet during the meeting greet. i'd be terrified but hey at least you didn't right <laughs> at least it didn't happen um there's another one that said I went to J6's concert back in 2019 and when we finished I ended up being number two on the high touch line oh god that's already terrifying as oh, that's is. too soon that's too, <laughs> too soon. soon too soon which came out of nowhere because they told us to stand in line immediately after the concert finished I was like oh my god and after it finished I was outside and still like in shock I don't blame you I would love to meet day six I would love for that to happen she saw it. Oh, the person who sent in that said she saw it though, and she's trying not to laugh. Oh, see when Amber. they see it, when they <laughs> see it, that's even. Oh gosh. Oh, somebody said worldwide handsome and worldwide cleanliness. <laughs> 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 that's a good one. That's a good one. Oh my god. I like just remember that story while we were talking about this. God, that was terrible. Like my friends and I were all around the camera like, oh God, did we actually witness this? Yeah. Do you want to talk about the next one? This one's pretty. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so the next one is during God 7's 2017 Flight Log Turbulence fan meet tour, uh, I was losing my voice before I got into the venue. I didn't make a fan sign and the batteries in my light stick were about to fail me, but I had to make sure Jackson heard me say his name. I was singing along to songs and became more and more hoarse. So I felt like the next time they all get quiet, I'm going to yell for him as loud as I can. Less than 10 minutes later, I had nothing. I was flat out silent and they were talking a lot. It's a fan meet. That's what they do. Talk and play games and stuff. At the most jacked up time in the middle of JB talking, uh, I was saying all of their names like a fangirl would uh, and went with one of Jackson's nicknames. Uh, I didn't think I'd have a voice, but it cracked and returned with a loud ass gaga. The entire group turned and looked at me and all I could do was wait because one, I was disruptive of hell is, and two, I did what I planned to do. <laughs> See, like, hey, getting your idol's attention, like, that's a feat. The fact that you could do that, that's already a feat. But I'd be also be mortified if it's just, like, at one of the most randomest times where it's just, like, maybe I shouldn't have said it at that time. But, hey, at least you got noticed. I, I don't, I would freak out uh, if I was, like, suddenly yelling and then, like, everything went quiet. That's, like, my biggest nightmare. <laughs> I would be in that. terrified if that happened. I mean... I mean, I guess it depends on what, you know, you're saying, but I get it. I totally get it. That, like, oh gosh. And to be noticed by your bias at that. Uh, somebody else commented, at a Monster X concert, I was front row. Shonu looked at me, I turned away, and then I turned back. And he shrugged at me, <gasps> never came back to my side of the stage. He was confused <laughs> why I would look away. Oh, no. Oh, oh. My goodness. Hey, like we have our moments. We have our moments. It's totally okay. But yeah, I'd also be confused, but like, why, why? I didn't do anything. It's like the other story. It's like, <laughs> I, but I was just here. I'm just here. Maybe, maybe they were embarrassed, Shonu. Maybe they just like couldn't handle looking at you. It doesn't mean they don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe like they could, like maybe they couldn't handle the beauty of your face and they're just like, I need a moment. He's too pretty, exactly. It's like, very hard to look at Shonu. <laughs> I, I think it's hard to look at any of them. They're all very good looking. I would feel very intimidated to be like, if I am came up to me, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'd be like, oh. Sometimes I do wonder why idols give fans some weird glares. Yeah. Maybe they've seen some shit and they're like, I'm not dealing with this again. I don't know. <laughs> it's a good like, question. Like sometimes it's just like, I saw this once, I kind of just want to put it in the back of the filing cabinet in my memory and never return back to it. But it it happens, you know? I think as fans, we're not like as aware <laughs> of like things happening. So it's just like, as it comes in, it's just like, oh, oh, okay. Sorry. Someone said- me and my sister had a meet and greet with GOT7 and my sister's stomach was growling so loud and I was embarrassed. And in front of JB and Jackson, they made the funniest faces. Uh, I said, I'm never taking you anywhere with me. I feel that. Okay. Oh, but like, if you're hungry, you're hungry. How can you, like, you can't control for that. You know, hey, big tip. If you're going to meet your idols after a concert, after a, a very sweaty time inside the venue, bring like a small like perfume or deodorant it'll help you trust me you don't want to be that person I would I I've had moments where you know 
I stand next to people. I'm like, oh, okay. Like there is a smell and, you know, if I, if I had perfume or deodorant be like, friend, you might need this real quick. <laughs> I don't want you to embarrass yourself into like be embarrassed of your, you know, your, your own body smells. <laughs> yeah. That's why when they do the high touch and stuff after it's the worst, because oh. you just went through a whole cut. My dog. <laughs> yes, I heard that. She's mad at me. Um, because when you do it after, you just went through like a huge like concert and you got all like hyped up and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's when you're the grossest. And Lucy also agrees. Lucy agrees. <laughs> Lucy <does>. agrees. Your <laughs> dog agrees. Um, the next one is I was so hysterical watching ATs at KCON LA 2019 that a security guard stopped to ask if I'm okay. This is a horror story because he totally broke me out of the my holla holla trance SMH. Oh my god. Okay, well, well, Roxy is doing that. You know what? I've had some questionable run-ins. Hello, she's making Doggo. an appearance because she's being noisy. Hello, Lucy. <laughs> um, you know, hey, like I've noticed some, you know, security guard moments, and I'm just like, yeah, if I was a security guard, I'd also be like, whoa, this is a, a level of, you know, fandom interaction that I've never experienced. Especially if you go to these big, big concerts, they're like. I knew it would be crazy, but not this crazy kind of situation. Yeah, I feel like some of the security guard people are just, like, not equipped to handle um, the fandom people because, like, they're just not used to it. No, like, I just remember at BTS, like, for their last concert, it's just, like, I just remember lines of security guards, and I'm just, like, they're probably, like, I've never seen so many like especially most of the fandom is primarily girls women so just like I've never seen like women go this crazy but there were some guys there and hey props to you guys like you guys are the gems too in there because it's just like wow I'd be embarrassed if this happened to me this didn't happen to me but I witnessed it in terms of like you know security guard and interaction um but there was two girls that happened to actually get kicked out of the BTS concert because security guards already told them, you know, hey, knock it off. Because uh, they were standing on the, like, the foldable chairs. One, that's already not safe. <laughs> Two, you're blocking other people's vision. But um, by the next time I looked over, these girls were gone. And I was just like, and security just like, you know, we told you once, we warned you once. Out. And I'm like, I'd be so embarrassed and mortified if that was me. And it happened at the beginning of the concert not even halfway through oh my gosh you missed the whole entire concert and I'm just like oh no but at the same time this is why you gotta you know be very careful uh somebody says I usually try to butter up the security guards so that they don't know that I'm taking pictures I mean you know at this point at concerts you're gonna end up taking pictures and they can't stop you for certain yeah this was uh back in the old days when they tried to stop you from doing anything ever it failed so <laughs> no at this point it's like it's inevitable that people are gonna want to keep it on their phones and you know memorialize it that the fact that I was like I was here I did that all right should we do our last story um yeah we can if anybody in the chat still has additional stories we still have time go ahead and submit them and thank you for participating chat has been really fun to read 
throughout the session. So yeah, if you have any other embarrassing or horrifying stories, please send them through the chat. We'll read them out loud. <laughs> okay, this one is another a little controversial. Um, I made the mistake of attempting to have a rational conversation with ARMY on Twitter, talking about how fandoms seemingly employ chart-busting techniques to move their favorite artists slash idols up ranks on lists rather than simply enjoying the content. Fair point. Uh, my point being, fandoms often care about the ranks on lists more than enjoying the music itself. Uh, it wasn't exclusively about BTS, but ARMY took it that way and assumed that I was somehow anti-BTS in the process. I was named a colonizer, white, and lots of unsavory things. It just illustrates how Twitter thrives the place for people to be angry, to be out for blood or revenge, rather than intellectually trying to learn something or seek true justice. I mean, I can't, I can't argue with that. Um, I, I definitely think as like somebody that started before like K-pop super exploded in the West, the, the obsession with streaming is something that I find strange and the fact that some people are willing to attack others over it is very concerning to me it's kind of why I'm like Twitter is a scary place now yeah and I think we did it uh there was when we did our unpopular k-pop opinions episode right I think we talked about it where there was a a comment from a reddit user because we were going through the reddit they were saying streaming culture has ruined my experience and like I, I kind of have to agree because it's just like, I like, while I'm like, yes, I want my, my favorites to be number one. Sometimes, you know, it takes the joy of you actually really appreciating the music. And it's just like, while I want groups to hit milestones, it, it kind of doesn't feel as organic as it used to be before. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and I kind of miss that aspect of like, over time, we hit like a hundred million views or a million, even remember when a million views used to be a thing, you know, it, it was so organic in that sense, but now with the big explosion, and this isn't even towards any specific group. I think just streaming culture in general, like, you know, you're always just constantly hitting a button of play, 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 buy, 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 while I'm like, yes, support your group. You know, there are other people you know, that don't have that opportunity or they just want to really listen to the music because they like the music and the artists. The thing I've noticed too is that like when people mass stream and then YouTube takes some of the views away because it's like deemed, you know. They like, think they're bots. Well, it kind of is, it's bot behavior, is it right. not? Um, so that's the thing I never like understood why people were getting mad. It was like, these are legitimate views. I'm like, they're not really if you're just sitting there like repeating everything. So it makes sense that they took it away and it really shouldn't be about the numbers. It's, you know, do you enjoy the music? Then you're going to go back and watch the music video more. I mean, I've done that with Pink Fantasy. We've already plugged them, but I've like, I've watched Poison like 10 times in the last week. Right. It just and happens. It's just, like, just going to, and you'll end up repeating it on your own. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. Also, I, this is where I kind of have a little bit more stronger feelings in the sense of, Streaming is important, yes, because we want our favorites to be on the charts and deserve that recognition. I'm not invalidating any of that. It's important. But if it starts taking over your life, if it starts to get to the realm where if I'm not streaming, I'm less of a fan. If I'm not doing this, it just you, you get stressed out and, you know, you take it upon yourself. 
and this is it'll tie back you know to the whole mental health thing if it starts to negatively impact you it's a problem for yourself and you shouldn't be feeling like this you shouldn't even be pressured to even stream stream what you can stream what you can do it doesn't make you less of a fan it doesn't mean you're a bad fan do what is in within your capacity you know maybe oh maybe i can just stream for 10 minutes that is you know whether it's one minute 10 minutes you know an hour whatever that's something but also you need to take yourself out and be like okay i've done my part for today you know at least i do did what i can do in that sense yeah Somebody in chat said, streaming culture is very overwhelming for me. Uh, I can't engage with it at all. Fans are fans. There's no competition. Agreed. I hate when I see like a fan base that's like, get this to what, 100 million views, go stream right now. I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm not going to do that. Like, <laughs> now I'm definitely not going to do that. It's just another person said, I miss my timeline being filled with people talking about the title track and the B-sides, the visuals of the MV, teaser pics, et cetera. It used to be so lively and everyone was just really excited to talk about what they're enjoying during the comeback period. Now I had to take time to curate my timeline to just official updates because all I see were streaming shaming posts, which is also true. Right. There's uh, another one that says, take breaks when you get overwhelmed, take however long you need. I agree. That is very important, especially when you're consuming a lot of K-pop. And then there's another one. I used to stream so much for BTS in the earlier days because they were the underdogs. Yes. But now I don't even stream anymore because one, they already have so many fans to do the streaming. And two, the streaming culture is quite toxic and pushy. So I try to stay away from that now. And I feel like, you know, I think there's an overall, like, you know, based off of what I'm seeing from chat, you know, and I, I think there's a good chunk of people who agree, you know, like it's become so shoved down. Right. And it's like, it, I don't like being in the space where it feels like <laughs> I see Lucy in the back. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't feel like being part of that because it's just so like pressuring to be part of it. And then like that ruins the fun of you really enjoying the artists and the music and the art that they put out somebody said breaks are so necessary with being a k-pop fan agreed True. True. Agreed. <laughs> yes i listen to music in the background most of the time when i know a dance portion of the video is about to come i will flip or on i will flip over but it's almost always streaming while i work and you know what hey at least you know you're doing other things while streaming and that's okay like that's totally fine but if it's just literally your consumption is on the phone or on your laptop going like this repeatedly and you're not going anywhere with it that's where it's like maybe let's reevaluate some things of how we're doing it maybe right it it, it opens up that, that conversation to talk about it or at least consider like you know because at least you know you're doing something else and there's other things that are keeping you productive so it's like almost a double-edged sword while streaming is important take care of yourself too and like remember that do what you can again we just want to thank so much to the chat and everybody who is in here if you want to keep the conversation going as soon as we turn the recording off you can still stay with us if you want to talk about some things of the things that we talked about you're more than welcome to um but you know we are here to also talk about NAMI and KPSN. So the National Alliance on Mental 
illness states that mental health conditions do not discriminate based on race, color, gender, or identity. Anyone can experience the challenges of mental illness regardless of their background. However, background and identity can make access to mental health treatment much more difficult. This is why the Craze Cast is proud to join KPSN Podcast Fest 2021 in raising funds for Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. This annual event is held in July and it is national, oh gosh, um, July is Minority Mental Awareness Month, as we said. And um, it's our way of giving back to the community and reminding you that you are not alone. To help us reach this year's donation goal, you can go to solo.to slash KPSN FUN or KPSN Fun. Again, it is such a good organization to be part of. We Mental health to us is very important and really take care of yourselves. Practice a lot of self-care. If you notice that, you know, there may be people in your lives that might need this resource, you know, there's, you know, here's a tool or a place that, you know, that'll help these people and especially people of minorities, you know, get the access to the mental health care that they need. And with that, anything, any last thoughts? Someone said, um, I was having this conversation with a friend I think as a true fan, we should be critical of what artists put out. If I were to just blindly follow, I'm doing nothing to help the future growth. I do think that's true. It seems to me like you can't have any valid criticism for a group that you like anymore. Even like we had the situation where one of our writers who is like a 17 super fan, um, she wrote about 17's latest comeback and said in like in the review that she's like, you know, this is not my favorite release from them but it's not bad, but it's like not my favorite. And people on Twitter were mad. They did not like that. Um, And it just goes to show that like, there seems to be an issue about having constructive criticism for why I couldn't tell you because that's what people need to be better. (laughs) Like you can't expect growth if people don't give some feedback on it. Somebody said 100% agree. Uh, said, someone said, I always recommend creating playlists for streaming because health and personal responsibilities are a priority. Say it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely agree. Like really just take care of yourself. You know, a lot of the stuff that we talked about today, we had some funny moments and we, we talked about some serious things. If you're listening to this podcast later on in the future and the recording of this, I hope it sparks a conversation to have with both me, Roxy, the craze as well, you know, on anybody, like we're open to having more discussions. If you want another space, you know, just let us know we can, or if you want this covered again, or, you know, maybe in the future, we can revisit this topic as a full blown episode, you know, let us know. Cause it's definitely something that we have to talk about. And we appreciate everybody who had submitted a story everybody who participated in chat attended thank you to kpsn podcast podcast fest my goodness for letting us be here we really thank you a lot and again like i said if you want to still continue this conversation or open mic after this you're more than welcome to if you want to continue discussion as jay said or you're interested to see what our magazine has to say what we put out follow us on social media at craze magazine um and the Craze Cast is also available on all streaming platforms. So whatever yours are favorite, you can check us out there. This has been the Craze Cast, and we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E. 
AV on YouTube. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.